Hey, Redheads and everyone else listening, I'm Stephanie. I'm Adrian. Today's episode is really powerful. It's all about bullying, specifically redhead bullying. We have the most amazing guest today. It's such an honor to have her on. Her name is Ross Ellis. She is the founder and CEO of Stomp Out Bullying. The organization started in 2005, and it was a, you know, we're dying to hear her story. But really, what's so awesome about the organization is it's helped thousands and thousands and thousands of lives, probably millions at this point. So just to have her on, share our experiences, because Stephanie and I, we really faced redhead bullying. We did. You know, we talked about this in season one briefly. And, you know, we talked about it on our website and in our book. But Adrian and I went to a really small private school in Providence, Rhode Island. And I think just because we were the only redheads, we experienced redhead bullying. And even I remember sitting down in class and kids would say, can I connect the dots with my freckles? Because I had a lot more freckles than Adrian. And you hated that. <laughs> I know. And it was, now I love my freckles. And But back then, you know, you're trying to fit in and you're growing and you're kind of going through an awkward stage. And I had braces and glasses and I was probably always sunburned. And it was just a whole array and a mixture of things that made me just really self have not high self-confidence. And now I look back, you know, throughout college, that was a really big awakening for me personally. But I always looked up to Adrian. And I think having a sister, but even if you don't have a sister and you're experiencing bullying, you know, I think it's just important to kind of just own it. And of course, we'll dive into some tips and get talk about bullying with Ross. But Adrian, your story was a lot different than mine. Yeah, I feel like I wasn't necessarily like bullied to the extreme. I think I've never had the personality where I really cared what people thought. So even if probably someone said something to me that someone would be like, they're bullying me. I just kind of took it like, I don't really care what you have to say. That's Mm -hmm. always been just my opinion thing about life. But I think what I didn't like and what I still don't like is when people call me out. I don't like to be called out. And so I didn't like, when people would be like, oh, you're the girl with the red hair. I didn't like to be called out and put on the spotlight like that. And I think I'm still like that in some ways. But what I really had to work on is not just, I didn't care about the comments as much as I cared about how people called me out and made me feel different. I didn't want to feel different. And I think that's kind of like the backbone of being bullied. It's just, you don't want to be different. You want to blend in. Now that Stephanie and I have had life experience and we are, you know, Stephanie's going to be 30. I'm in my thirties already. My gosh. I know it's crazy. (laughs) I feel like I have a new feeling about life. Life is really short. I don't think that you feel that way when you're that young. I think that you're just like, Oh, okay. Like it seems so real and it feels so heavy at the time when you're like in seventh or eighth grade and you're like growing into your own and people are making fun of you. But now I wish that I could have told that young person, oh, life is so short. Don't even let it bother you because it really doesn't matter. I wish that could have been told. Maybe if you have children, you can tell them that. I know. (laughs) Stephanie knows. I'm I'm not, I've never been one to really think to myself, I'm going to have kids. I've just, I've always just have never thought about being a mom. So Stephanie loves to just make little puns all the time about it. (laughs) I think, do you think mom and dad helped with us growing up with like, well, I never went to them if I got picked on. Did you? 
Well, I think we talked about this a little bit with mom. Um, yeah, she, we had her on mom, season one. We have her a complete episode with our mom because she's literally, and I was talking about this with my husband in the car the other day. He finds her to be the most confident woman he's ever met because <laughs> she's just who she is. So we, we, when you grow up with a woman who loves who she is, no matter what, it kind of just, you become the same way. Yeah. So I'm definitely that way. And then, you know, I think mom and dad were great, but I remember a few times, I remember you talking to dad about it and it really bothered him. I think more than it bothered you. So, you know, I think our parents definitely helped us, but you know, getting over the bullying is an, is a very, very popular topic on how to be a redhead.com. We share a lot of confidence stories, the how to be a redhead book. We feature, you know, just a lot of stories about bullying and how to overcome it. It's part of being a redhead. It's part of how to be a redhead is knowing how to overcome bullying. And I know we're both really excited to talk to Ross about some of the comebacks and some of the things that you can do when you are bullied. Yeah. So Ross Ellis is the founder and the CEO of Stomp Out Bullying. She's nationally recognized as the expert for her work in bullying and cyberbullying prevention violence against children, as well as being an expert in online safety. She has over 20 years of experience and she founded Stomp Out Bullying in 2005. So we're just really excited to talk with her because she's a noted speaker, an expert on teens and social media use. She provides training to schools, youth organizations, parents and kids on the best practices of identification, prevention and response to bullying. And she's been on everything. Good Morning America, the Today Show, Dr. Oz, the list goes on and on. So many publications as well, such as Seventeen Magazine, Better Homes and Gardens, um, Ladies Home Journal, and she's a contributor for the Huffington Post. So we're just extremely honored to have her on our podcast to talk all about bullying. So let's call her up. The H2 Bar Box, a monthly beauty subscription box for redheads. Each box is worth $80 plus, and each product is redhead-friendly approved. Head to h2barbox.com to subscribe and use code PODCAST to receive 20% off. Hi, how are you? Welcome to the How to Be a Redhead podcast. We're Thank so happy you to meet so you. Thank you, same here. Uh, we were looking through all of your accomplishments and we were like, she's the real deal. You know, <laughs> you have done everything. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> I try. Yeah. Um, so go ahead, Steph. Go ahead. Yeah. So we just wanted to get right into it. Um, you created Stomp Out Bullying in 2005 when you saw uh -huh. a critical need to address the issue of bullying and cyberbullying. What caused right. this? Well, basically, I, I really started in 2003, but not officially. Uh, we started getting phone calls and emails about bullying, which, of course, bullying has been around forever, but cyberbullying, which didn't have a name then. So mm. I studied. I, I called experts. I called whoever I knew. Um, we then put it on uh, our other website, which is Love Our Children USA, and within two days, the site just totally crashed. So I knew I had something, but I wasn't quite sure what. Put everything back on the website, fixed the website, and we were getting un an unbelievable amount of inquiries about bullying, cyberbullying, what do I do, how do I help my child? And sorry, I'm losing my voice. Um, so
so that's what happened. So we put everything up, and then in 2005, I said, that's it. Stomp Out Bullying is born. Wow. So were you bullied yourself growing up to, to give yourself passion, or did you have someone close to you that was bullied? Because, um, you know, sometimes it yeah. comes from inner. I know. I was bullied, but I nothing was ever about me. Um, I handled it, and I basically I forgot about it because you really not to forget about it, but you cannot walk around in life wearing this on your sleeve all the time, or, or it'll just destroy your life. Right, right. So, that's so true. Yeah. So I just said, okay, that's it. Um, I was bullied up until the seventh grade. I had no friends. It was very lonely. I got into junior high school. Don't ask me why. I was Miss Popularity. Really, it took a yeah. Sometimes it takes a turn. Yeah, it's right. Yeah. Right. There's no rhyme or reason to it. You know, people will ask me, "Well, how?" And I, I didn't do anything special. I was just being me. Right. Right. That's that's kind of the the whole. I think that's the point of overcoming bullying is when you become you. I think that mm-hmm. that is a really big part of it. Right. So with the stop out bullying, it focuses on reducing and preventing bullying, cyberbullying, sexting, and other digital abuses, mm-hmm. um, you know, educating against homophobia and racism and hatred. Uh, how is stop out bullying working to reduce and prevent bullying every day? What does it look like on a day-to-day basis to help on, this keep going? Right. On a day-to-day basis, it can be, it can change from one minute to the next. Um, right now in my inbox, I have 3,000 emails, and that's wow. my personal <laughs> inbox at, at Stomp Out Bullying. Wow. Um, we get emails, phone calls all the time. Our social media, people ask us about different things. Um, it's very difficult to respond on social media, uh, so we tell people to contact us at the office. Mm. Um, it, it, it can be vary. I mean, it could be kids. It could be parents. It could be anything. Wow, and, wow. And the only time it's really slow is around, you know, holidays or when the kids are on, on school break. That's usually when it's the slowest, but we're still not slow. Wow. wow. So what are some effective solutions for someone who's experiencing bullying in school and tying into us being redheads and the core how to be a redhead? One of the reasons why we started how to be a redhead in 2011 is because Adrian and I both experienced bullying growing up. We were the only redheads right. in our entire school. We went to a very really? Yeah, we went to a very very small um, Catholic school in Providence, Rhode Island, and mm-hmm. we were the only redheads. So experiencing wow. bullying with our red hair, we hear stories from our audience every single day from, you know, our audience and then all the way up to grandmothers reaching out to us, parents reaching out to us saying so many different stories that we've heard. So what mm-hmm. are some some solutions if someone's listening, whether it's a parent listening or a redhead who's experiencing bullying what are some effective solutions that they can- Okay. Well, well, first, let's start with the redhead. Own the red hair. Own it, yeah. own it, own it. I am very short, and it always bothered me, and people always teased me because I was short. And just the other day, I put a, um, a picture of me up on Facebook with two Jet football players, and someone made a comment, the long and the short of it. Because I looked really silly standing between the two because they were giants. But I didn't care. You know, it's like, right. and they weren't they weren't bullying me. But the point is, so what? If someone may, you know what? I own being short. Would I love to be taller? Yes. But I own being short. 
and the old saying, good things come out with small packages. Uh, same thing with a redhead. I cannot stand the term ginger. I think it's disgusting. Um, if if I had red hair and someone called me a ginger, I'd, I'd go up to them and I would say, what is your problem? Or could you think of anything nicer to say today? And walk away, not have a conversation. That's what we call comebacks. Um, so if someone says to me, gee, you're short, and I, I look at them and I say, all day today, and but I look at them in the eyes and say that, and then I walk away, do not have a conversation. The biggest, the best thing you can do is by giving a comeback, you're empowered and you've just taken away the bully's power. So if someone calls you a redhead or something about being a redhead, you say, and I love it. I just love being a redhead. Look at look at them in the eyes, say that, walk away, don't have a conversation. Own being a redhead. Right, because like that takes the power away from them, don't you exactly, think? Exactly, right. exactly. Once you take, you know, what's worse than someone standing up to a bully when you say that, and you've just taken away their power, and they're standing there and saying, "What just happened?" And you walk right. away so empowered. I think that's fabulous. Yeah, and yeah, I, and we feel the same. We feel the same exact way. That's what we learned growing up. You know, at first it used right. to really bother us, and then you know, bullies would come and they would say something about us. And I don't even know if some kids know it's bullying, but it is when you're really young and then they just kind of take on the role of being a bully. But in those Mm -hmm. really young years, you know, it was really traumatizing for Stephanie and I to have to be singled out. And then once you learn how to take the power back, you're like, oh, that really wasn't as hard as you would think. And then before you know it, it's kind of like your what you said, how you were Miss Popular for Mm -hmm. us. Once we mm-hmm. got into college, we really just came into our own and we're like having red hair is the best thing ever. So I'm sure maybe you feel that way too about yourself. It just right. you grow into yourself, but exactly. it's hard. Exactly. I mean, look at, look at Julianne Moore. Oh my God. She was the most gorgeous redhead I've ever seen. And may, I don't know if she was bullied or not. She has done a little bit of work with us, um, but she's gorgeous and she's a redhead. So, you know, next week it'll be blonde or the week, you know, it's always bullies don't need a reason. They will pick on anything. So for whatever reason it is, we urge kids to learn the comebacks that are on our website. Under It's under um, Are You Being Bullied? Under About Bullying and Cyberbullying. And mm-hmm. it gives a whole list of different comebacks you can use, uh, even for kids who are shy, you know. Um, so it's a great tool. And, and I find nothing better than leaving a bully there with, with like, what just happened to me? Mm-hmm. And not just that. You know, is that I was at a school on Friday and we were talking to the kids. And why would you even listen to something a bully said when you didn't ask? So in other words, I'm wearing a blue sweater. If I didn't ask you if you like my blue sweater and you said to me, I don't like your blue sweater, why would I even listen to you when I didn't ask for your opinion? So true. Some of the teachers actually started calling us Big Red and Little Red growing mm, up. Not and a good <laughs> yeah, and it was kind of like demoralizing and like not to be dramatic, but like, you know, you're in math class trying to learn and it was it was a weird thing. Um, so do you recommend that schools like when you talk to like principals or teachers that they actually get te- they actually teach, you know, or they actually learn about bullying? Because I don't feel well, like a lot of the teachers even know. Yeah, they don't. I mean, we have an educator's uh, toolkit for bullying that that 
they can buy. Um, it's it's such a great toolkit. It's got everything in there. But what we're finding out is that not all schools, but some schools across the country don't want to be bothered because it's either too much work, they have to make out a report, they don't want the, the slur against their school, or they don't know how to handle it. Um, mm. I've had principals call me and say, how do I handle the bully? Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And also, too, even the victims, a lot of times, if the school can't figure out what's going on, they'll just um, suspend both kids. Well, that's not fair either. No, it's not. And that seems to be happening across the country. But the biggest thing is, and I'm not saying this for all schools, a lot of schools don't enforce the legislation because every state has legislation against bullying. So for the schools that enforce it, kudos for the ones that don't you need to they really need to um it's sad that they don't yeah yeah because nowadays especially with cyberbullying and everything just being on social media i mm -hmm. and you know the the young kids we didn't grow up obviously with all this social media and then right. you see all the young kids on social media but going back to the parents now mm -hmm. what can parents do if they learn their children are experiencing bullying at school are there any signs um, parents should be looking out for to if you think your child is a victim of bullying? Yeah, I mean, you know, if your kid is acting differently, if they hide in their room all the time, if they don't want to eat with the family, if they're not interested in friends, if they seem very sad or they could seem very angry. Um, they could say that every day I have a headache, I have a stomach ache. Because over 5.4 million kids every year stay out of school just so they don't have to be bullied. So wow. a, a parent should really notice all of these signs. Um, they don't want to be with their friends. Uh, there are just so many signs. The best thing a parent can do is not get angry because the second you get angry and you go to the school and show it, the school will shut down. They don't want to be confronted in an a antagonistic way. Um, get all the details from your child and, and don't ask your kid if they're being bullied. And the best thing to do is say, you know, I've been hearing a lot about bullying in schools. Does it happen in your school? If your child says yes, well, do you know anyone who's being bullied? And they may say yes or no. Uh, well, just know that if you know anyone, or especially if it happens to you, I love you and I'm there for you. We'll, we'll work it out together. Um, once you do that and you find out there is bullying, you need to have detailed information, dates, times, document everything. And call the school, ask for an appointment, be, try to be very calm, and also don't let your child see that you're overly upset by it because the more you're upset by it, your child will be. And it, and it blows out of proportion, even you know, not more, but it blows out of proportion. Um, so you go to the school and, and sit down and say, look, here's what my child has told me. Here's what's happening. Here are the dates. And it's good to put it in writing as well in an email. Um, what can you do to help me? Because then you're asking the school to enlist their help. If they mm. don't, if they don't, and you go in screaming and yelling and say, I want this fixed immediately, I want the bully suspended, the school will shut down. Wow. Wow. Yeah. You know, this is Adrian speaking, but last night over dinner, uh, my husband actually has red hair and we were talking last night and he brought up a situation about 
bullying and how mm-hmm. this this kid was a bully always made fun of him for his red hair and in the middle of school you know when you're walking to class there mm-hmm. was a staircase and the kid threw applesauce oh. on his head That's and awful. he said it was so awful for him because everyone was watching and this kid was just such a bully and it made and to this day now it's been like 20 years since this happened and it's still something that that you know, that goes on in his mind. Sure. And sure. I asked him, I'm like, well, what happened to him? And he's like, oh, I don't know what happened to him. I never saw him again because he got kicked out of school. But I was thinking too today when we were preparing for this podcast, I was thinking about how it was tough because the action happened in school. But imagine if that kid had the opportunity to go home and go on Facebook or Twitter and talk about what he did to Josh and then mm-hmm. other people are chiming in. So mm-hmm. what do you, what do you, I feel like that's a whole other realm now. So what do you suggest to parents or guardians to keep their kids safe from this whole digital world now? That's like right. another realm of yeah, It's, it's right. like the wild, wild west and every day yeah. it changes. Uh, first of all, make sure you have your kids' passwords and usernames. Not that you're going to spy on them, but if anything happens, you'll at least have that information to help them. The first thing, anything that your child should do if they get a negative post is never, ever respond. Because once you respond, you've just lit the match to that oil can. Wow. So you say don't even respond. Never, ever respond, no matter how bad it is. Block them and delete them. However, if they get a threat, and sadly, the biggest rage now in cyberbullying is go kill yourself. And I don't know why a kid would even listen to that online. Mm, Um, It just breaks my heart um, because a few kids have listened to it. But once you hear some, see something like that online, print it out, give it to your parents and make sure your parents can go to the school. You can go to the police. Now, granted, the police are not going to arrest a child and you don't want a child arrested. What ultimately what we want is for the bully to get help. Because if the bully doesn't get help, it's going to continue, and they will end up in jail later on in life, more than likely. However, yeah. if it's fixed now, the bullying stops. I mean, I met a, uh, someone on Friday who used to be a bully, and now she's an upstander. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, then- yeah, I, I was wondering about that. I was wondering if if the, if the bully, if you know statistically if bullies have a bad home life. Mm-hmm. And then they express it in school in a bad way, right. or if it's all different situations that make someone a bully. It's all different. It's all it different. You never know. I mean, it could be a bad home life. It could be that the kid doesn't feel good about themselves. It could be that they want to be popular. It could be that they've been bullied or cyberbullied. A number of reasons. Whatever the reason is, it needs attention to be fixed. You know, I mean, I'm I, I'm blown away when a parent buys a kid a $600 phone or even more expensive and then says, here, enjoy your phone. But they never explain to their child how important it is to be digitally responsible. Mm. And that is critical when you buy your child a phone to tell them how to use it properly and what not to do. Yeah, that's so important. So now when it comes to siblings, this is Stephanie. So I'm the, mm-hmm. I'm the younger sister. We're two years apart, Adrian and I. And mm-hmm. growing up, I don't know if it's the way our parents raised us. 
being really close, but my personality is so different than Adrian's. And mm-hmm. I was growing up, I was a lot more vulnerable and sensitive. Whereas Adrian, I really looked up to her. So when we were growing up and we went to school growing up together, I would really listen to her and I know that she protected me. So if a younger, let's say two siblings go to the same school, the younger one's getting bullied. Mm-hmm. And, you know, do you recommend to the parents to kind of go to the older sibling and say, you know, look out for your sibling? Of course. Okay. Of course. Because I'm sure that happens Absolutely. with a lot of siblings. and Yeah, and it's true. And, and most siblings don't even have to be told because when they see their sibling being teased and bullied, it, they don't feel good about it. You know, so most of them don't have to be told. A few have to be. But absolutely, siblings should watch out for each other. I mean, you know, parents come to me and they say, oh, our siblings are being bullied. But that's not bullying. That's sibling rivalry. It's been going on for years. Yeah. (laughs) But but on the other hand, you know, when you have siblings and they're both in the same school, of course, they should be watching out for each other. Right. Right. Absolutely. Well, Stomp Out Bullying is just such an amazing organization. I know Stephanie and I, we want to get involved more for sure. And we look forward to talking to you about it more. But for anyone else listening who feels empowered because they've been bullied or, or maybe they just want to help people who have been bullied, too. How can you get involved with Stomp Out Bullying? The best way to get involved with Stomp Out Bullying is to follow our campaigns. Um to, to raise awareness and of course donations, but the best thing, you know, to raise awareness we have um, on October 7th, it's always the first Monday of every October, Blue Shirt Day, World Day of Bullying Prevention. So we ask everyone to wear a blue shirt. Our shirt will go on sale uh, the first week in July for back to school. And we want to see a sea of blue. We've been doing this now for 12 years and every, the schools fight, you know, over when mm-hmm. the blue shirts are sold out, like they want a, a, a blue shirt and, and they sell out quickly, but everyone wears blue. And so for everyone to be in solidarity and make that the day that bullying is heard around the world, that sends a message. You know, we yeah. also have national block it out day. That's on November 14th. And with that, all we it's so easy. We ask um, kids to block out the negative posts, but not just them. Go to your friends, go to your family, and have them block out negative posts. Sort of like a pay it forward kind of thing. Love that. So, yeah, yeah it, it works really great. The first year we did it, we reached over 250 million people. Wow. So we, we want to reach even more. Um, we also, October is national bullying prevention awareness month. So on the website, you can find exercises and things to do to stop that. Um, we also have the see me campaign because a lot of school, many schools, I, I would assume every school has kids of different cultures. I know Adrian yeah. and I, we went to the university of Miami for, um, undergrad, both of us. And mm-hmm. we loved the fact that we were the minority and we mm-hmm. went to school with so many different people from all over the world. And right. I, I know that when we would both of us would always say, wow, like it was so cool to be in a marketing group with this person and this person from such different cultures and hearing their stories. It's so important, especially, you know, when you're growing up so you can kind of get, you know, familiar with diversity. 
Exactly. It's so important. I mean, we also have National Culture Week, with, which we just finished on, I think it was April 9th. Um, we have celebrities on a panel, and we have a few um, schools live in the audience, and the rest of the schools across the country and beyond, we live stream into the schools. And so they hear about how celebrities had it difficult. So we had... Um, Last year was, um, uh, gosh, I'm trying to think, um, Stephanie Hsu. She's in Be More Chill on Broadway, and she's Asian. So she talked about what it was like for her growing up Asian and as a girl. The year before we had Nick Cannon, he talked about his, the obstacles he faced growing up. And all the different celebrities, you know, talk about their cultures and what they face growing up. And it's not only is it very interesting, the kids love it, the schools love it, but they learn about different cultures. Yeah, yeah, that's like a, that's just a really just a pivotal part of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it well, really is. We are just so happy to learn more about your organization. Thank, Thank you so you. much for Thank starting you. the opportunity. We know we know how hard it is to start something, and you know you've been doing it for so long, and it's right. it's really touched so You're many so lives. Inspiring. It's thank so you. inspiring. So That's thank so you nice. so much, and let's definitely keep in touch too, because I'm sure all redheads will be reaching out to you. Wonderful. Thank you for the opportunity, and we welcome everybody. The H2 Bar Box, a monthly beauty subscription box for redheads. Each box is worth eighty dollars plus, and each product is redhead friendly approved. Head to h2barbox.com to subscribe and use code podcast to receive 20% off. I have to say the one thing I love what Ross said was the fact that the word ginger really bothers her. And I know that's a question we ask our audience, especially on Instagram and Facebook, what do you, and in articles, you know, asking them, what do you think about the word ginger? And nine times out of 10, a redhead will say they really dislike the word. And I know you and I don't like that word. And we don't really understand too the word, I mean, the term carrot top, because carrots tops are green. So that doesn't make sense. <laughs> but I really resonated with what she said with disliking that word. And I'm happy she brought that up, which makes me think that she gets asked that question a lot and probably hear stories from whether it's a redhead getting bullied or a parent or a guardian, if they have a redhead child that they're getting picked on and getting called ginger. Yeah, I think that, you know, a lot of people I, I feel like the word ginger has become more normalized. I think from what we heard, Steph, that yeah. people in in overseas really don't mind that word. Um, and some people do use it in a derogatory way. And so I feel like a lot of people are using it in a more normal way, which I don't know if it's good or bad. And it's definitely a topic that redheads do like to talk about. Some people don't mind it. Some people really hate it. Uh, I know South Park kind of gave it a really bad name because they had mentioned it in a derogatory way. So I think it's a, it's, some people are going to like it and some people don't. I found it very crazy that she brought that up. So I think for sure she must have heard people who are bullied are being called ginger and they don't like it. And I know so that I you don't watch Game of Thrones and I know the season eight is over and the whole show is over, but a really big character, Tormod, he's a redhead. He says ginger a couple times throughout the show, but his famous thing that he says is we're gingers, we're kissed by fire. And show. And when we did put that on social media after that episode aired, I think that was either season six or seven, we, no one really said anything bad about it. They all loved it. So I think it depends. 
I don't know if it depends who says it, but I think you're right. I think South Park kind of made it a really negative thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I personally don't mind it. I really haven't been called ginger many times in my life. I don't know about you, Steph. Have you? No, I'm trying to think. No, I mean, growing up, I was always called like freckled face by people in class because I have so many freckles on my face, which now I loved it. But I know we talked about this in season one. I remember really wanting to try to get rid of them. And I remember when Google came out and the internet in our house, I would Google, how does Lindsay Lohan get rid of her freckles? Because if you look at photos of her before and after her freckles, she definitely got laser done. And back then I was just looking up anything to try to get rid of them. But now I love my freckles. So, um. you know, it's funny. (laughs) It's funny you bring that up because about a month or so ago, I was looking at Lindsay Lohan's Instagram stories because how to be a redhead follows her. And do you ever look at her stories when you're on her No, I don't. Oh, okay. Well, sometimes I do. And I ended up seeing that she was just getting a laser on her skin and the doctor mentioned it I think that I might have screenshotted it who was in the Instagram video too but she said like basically like it's going to be setting Lindsay up for no makeup this summer and like giving her clear skin but I think that it was actually going to get rid of her freckles in the process so we should definitely do a post on it and how to be a redhead um, because I think that she is actively still getting lasers on her skin which is crazy I know, because then you look at other redheads, and I know not all redheads have freckles, but there are some celebrities out there who love their freckles. And I think Mm -hmm. I don't, I mean, yes, it's from the sun, it's pigmentation, and a lot of dermatologists out there are saying you're not born with freckles, but because I have super fair skin and redheads do, I mean, yeah. So overall, you know, I was called freckled face. I was never really called ginger, but... Uh, you know, I mean, ginger, it's so weird, too. If you really think about a ginger that you buy at a grocery store isn't even red. <laughs> I know. I don't I don't know where the word ginger came from. I also love there's so many different other words. Uh, we should share the posts in the podcast notes, too, about all the different words that people call redheads. There's yeah, a bunch of them. Like ranger, there's like ginger. R- ranger? There's ranger. That's in Australia. Yeah. And so there's all different kinds of names. But I think what we are so excited about with this podcast, specifically this episode, is we really want to focus on bullying and the topic is so broad and it's so deep and it's very emotional for a lot of people. So Stephanie and I definitely, we want to do more episodes on bullying, but we really want to bring the conversation to social media. So if you have a powerful bullying story, feel free to always email us info at how to be a redhead.com. Um, Stephanie and I do check the emails. You'll get an auto reply, but you can also direct message us on Facebook or Instagram. And we want to bring awareness to a lot of people's stories and let you know that the way you're feeling is completely normal. I think that a lot of people must feel like I'm feeling this way. No one else does, but people are feeling this way all over the world. And that's why we're so happy to be able to bring this podcast to you or specifically be able to talk to this amazing guest from Stomp Out Bullying because it gives people hope that the future is so bright for them. And that's what we want for all of you. I love that, Adrian. So well said. Thanks. Thanks. So we're really excited for next week's episode. We have so many guests lined up for this summer for season two, and it's really just been such a joy to see all of your excitement. So we will see you next week and rock rock it like like a redhead. redhead.